The bagpipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rab Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1. G1 Reeds and Chanters were played in 8 out of the 9 winning World Championship performances in 2017, including the newly crowned Grade 1 World Champions in Vararian District, and also for some bands, including the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, welcome along to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you? Hope you're all keeping the very best out there in podcast land. And podcast land just got busier this past week. Yes! <laughs> yes, welcome back to the Grace Note Vortex. Yeah, have anybody seen this? The Grace Note Vortex are back. They've just uploaded episode 7. I know they've been going for years, but hey, 7 episodes after so many years. Whatever. <laughs> but they're back! Oh man, I'm so stupidly excited to see the Grace Note Vortex back. And yeah, I've listened to the episode and everything just before I was about to record the podcast this evening. And uh, yeah, oh man, it's just so good to see the Grace Note Vortex guys back again. I'm so happy. So welcome back, Grace Note Vortex. Yay! I'm all sorts of stupidly excited. So you're kind of spoiled for choice now in the podcasting world. It used to be just me on my own for a while, but now we have Grace Note Vortex, we have the Chanter Rant guys, of course, shout out to the Chanter Rant, plus now we have the Grace Note Vortex, so you guys are spoiled for choice for podcast content at the moment, So, but we're all very different, I have to stress that, so welcome. First of all, for those of you who haven't tuned into the Rab Show podcast before, welcome. We are the show for the piping folk. So if it's got bagpipes in it, around it, or near it at all, we are the show for you. We talk all about piping, uh, culture, music, everything to do with the bagpiping world. That's what we're all about. So as somebody kind of once accurately described, I think they actually talked about this on the Grace Note Vortex podcast. They talked about if you want to know what's happening in the piping world and serious pipe band chat and stuff, then... Listen to us. But if you want, uh, you know, something like very mm, vaguely hinted towards the pipe band world, but talking about everything else, then go to Chanderant. And then, yeah, if you want kind of middle of the road, kind of the sitting in a bar kind of conversation between friends, go and check out Grace No Vortex. So there you go. You are really spoiled for choice at the minute in the podcasting world. So, yeah, I'm just, oh. So excited to see the Grace No Vortex guys back. It's just insane. So if you haven't then yet seen them or heard of them, go along to SoundCloud or iTunes. I think that's where they're available as well. Type in Grace Note Vortex. There you go. There's a big plug for you guys right at the very start of the podcast. But yeah, I've just finished listening to your pod and it's awesome. Ah, so excited. So, if anything, I have to give a shout-out to Stephen Russell, by the way, uh, from Dowco Triumph Street and the Grace Note Vortex. He was on the show last night on Fuse FM and Balamoney, and we had a grand old time with tons of messages in from you guys, the listeners, and, uh, yeah, kept us all in great chats. We get to hear all about Dowco Triumph Street and what's going on there, plus the return of the Grace Note Vortex. So, it was great to get caught catching up with Stephen. So, thank you to Stephen for catching up with us and everything. It was just awesome having you on the show. Fantastic stuff. Right. Let's get into it. We've got some listener mail this week. You guys have been messaging in in your droves. And uh, right, let's 
cut to the chase, shall we? Everyone's going to be clicking on this week's podcast, expecting to hear the worst. Yeah, you guys have been messaging in and asking me to talk about judging. And you've been asking me to talk about judging in your droves, I have to say. The messages, text messages we got to Fuse last night and the emails, it's just gone crazy. So... Rest assured, guys, I will be putting together a bit of a specialty podcast for this. I think it's too big of a topic area to treat it as a topic of the week. This will be a standalone, proper podcast, a whole hour-long session dedicated to talking about judging. Because you guys clearly want to talk about it. And it seems to be a really big issue with you guys out there at the moment. So... Let's talk about it. So continue with your emails. Keep them coming in. Email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Let us know your commentary about judging. We want to know your experiences about judging. Good, bad, terrible. We want to know your opinions on judging. How do you think we can do it better? Do you think you know what we're doing at the minute is great perhaps it doesn't need to improve we want to know your opinions because clearly clearly the pipe band world really wants to talk about this so yeah judging by the amount of messages and stuff this is a big a big topic at the moment so let's talk about it but we're not talking about it this week because we've got so much more to talk about but yes rest assured we will be doing a standalone podcast all about judging and our current judging uh, situation where we are at the moment where people really want to talk about it so we'll get talking about that let's fly on so shout out to you guys who've been emailing in and there's quite a number of you uh, so don't worry your pot your pot your emails will get read out on a future podcast don't worry they are in a bank of emails that will be part of that podcast so yes Shout out to all you guys. Now, also, I have been asking people recently to send us in some voicemail. Yes, recording a voicemail on your cell phone or whatever device that you're listening to us in the minute. You can record a little audio file and email it to us. Just, you know, send it to bigrabshow at gmail.com. And that little audio clip, your voice can be on the podcast. And um, one such character did just that. Yo, Rab! Hey, it's your buddy Josh from the Chatteram Podcast here in sunny and hot Las Vegas, Nevada. It's 107 degrees today. Holy crap. It's calling about uh, episode 73 of the Big Rab Show Podcast. Big fan. Um, you guys are talking a lot about, you know, numbers and uh, how often you guys have contests locally. Let me just give you an outsider's perspective. Y'all are insane with how many contests there are in the UK. Every weekend... Every other week, get multiple every weekend. It's like your, you know, listener said, and I would have to agree. I mean, you got a job, right? You got to make money. You got to make a living to waste on, you know, new sets of bagpipes and travel to contests. Here we have uh, in the West Coast, we're looking at, oh, God, maybe a contest every month during our season, maybe every other month. And, uh, you know, you're looking at at least five hours of travel each direction to get there um two-day contests so you have to pay for hotel so you're staying there friday night saturday night coming back on sunday if you got work on monday sometimes staying sunday night so it's really expensive i mean holy crap can you blow a lot of money so i'm really glad that we don't have as many as you guys do over there otherwise we would be completely screwed um, as far as prize money, we do offer prize money here uh, at a certain amount of certain contests. We'll offer prize money to winning bands. The big thing is that we offer travel money 
to try and get bands to uh, show up and play. So I know last week's, or I know this episode 72, you were talking about uh, mass bands here in the U.S. And the way it kind of works for us is if you play in mass bands, if you stay and play in mass bands, you qualify for travel money, which is based on how far your band travels. Um, I can tell you right off the bat, it's never enough to cover all the cost of travel for a whole band, not by a long shot, but it does help. It does help kind of soften the blow to the, uh, to the pockets just a little bit. Prize money is the same thing. Uh, you can win prize money depending on what grade you're in. It's a little higher, a little lower. You can try to kind of in, you know, encourage bands to show up by raising the prize money. But realistically, at the end of the day, it's not going to be enough to cover the cost of them going to the event. They're still going to have to pay out of pocket. So a lot of it's about whether or not they're enthusiastic about going to the location, if it's a good venue, if you're in a, you know, if you're in a cool town, if the event is fun, if the staff of the event is friendly. And really it's about making it a good time for the people that are participating and competing so that they can, you know, they want to show up, they want to compete against each other. Um, I know you were talking about if there's no grade one bands, uh, nobody will show up. If that were the case here, we wouldn't have any contests on the West Coast because we don't have any grade one bands really showed up to events at the moment. We have a lot of uh, events populated really only by a couple uh, grade four bands, maybe a couple grade three bands on a really good day. We can get some grade two bands to compete, but obviously a lot. It's very uh, heavily loaded here in the west, south, southwest United States towards uh, lower grade bands, which, you know, it's fine. They're, they travel, they're enthusiastic about coming up to play. I agree with a lot of the comments that, uh, you know, the more you play in the circle, the better you get. Um, you get over your nerves a lot quicker. Experience beats everything. Uh, you know, practice is great, but experience is what really can help you get over some of the nerves of having a judge circle around you like a shark with blood in the water. So I think, yeah, it's a lot of it's, it's a combination. Um, events struggle here too, but luckily our events here aren't primarily determined by pipe bands, pipe band attendance. You know, the events are often thrown as festivals for the local community and for people to travel to, so that's how they can sustain themselves. And the piping and drumming aspect, uh, piping and contests, really are icing on the cake. I mean, you're expected to have pipe bands at the Highland Games here on the West Coast, but often piping and drumming contests are really running a loss by the event organizers. Um, it's very expensive by the time you get judges down, if you fly judges in, uh, you know, pay for those fees, pay out the travel money, pay out the prize money. Especially when you think about the fact that, you know, that doesn't really affect the attendance of people who are paying to get in. Uh, pipers and drummers will pay registration for solos and uh, bands, but never really enough to offset the cost. So it's one of those things that events try to get sponsored, um, try to make sure that they're making a surplus at the gate, making sure they're making good money selling beer, selling food, so that they can afford to throw a good piping contest and have good judges and have a really clean competition so that people are you know, more excited to come out and play. That's kind of the struggle we deal with over here. That and like I said, the fact that each contest is two days. So by the time you're into a weekend, you can't drive up Saturday morning and drive back Saturday evening like you can at a local contest in Northern Ireland. You're driving to California Friday after work, stay in the night, contest Saturday, contest Sunday, rushing back home Sunday night to go to work on Monday. You're in, in it for, you know, two, two hotel rooms plus meals, plus, if you're like me, plenty of beer and whiskey. And it really uh, stacks up pretty quickly. So the fact that I only have to pay out of pocket for that every couple of months is a lot. It's very helpful as far as uh, being able to keep a roof over my head. 
Um, other than that, you know, big fan of the episode. I like I like that you're tackling some of this stuff. Uh, I like it when you're dancing on landmines, and I like it even more when you're jumping on them, buddy. So welcome to the uh, pissing people off crew. And of course, uh, I heard about your 20 quid for food and a burger at the last event. Just uh, come down and visit me in Vegas. Beer's only $5, and I'll buy your first two. <laughs> anyway, it's uh, good talking to you, man. I hope you have a, it was a great show, and I can't wait to hear the next one. And uh, have a killer week, brother. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Thank you very much, mate. Yes, Josh, of course, there of the Chanderland podcast and the band that shall not be named. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, sending that in to us, pal. And yeah, it's interesting to hear the perspective uh, from overseas bands from us here in the UK. We clearly do things very differently. And one thing that we do do in the UK is we have them every single weekend. And that's probably something that perhaps the association could look at. Whenever you listen to last week's podcast, it was one of the things that came across is that it's relentless. There's no break. You know what I mean? (laughs) There's no downtime. You don't actually get a weekend to yourself. It's every single weekend. So if you're involved in a pipe band at all here in the UK, you don't get time during the piping season. Just forget about it. So, yeah, hearing that there's maybe one competition a month in the States... That's actually very doable. I'm sure a lot of people here in the UK would kind of look at that and go, hmm, that's not a bad idea. We could do that. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) A lot of people would look at that situation and say, yeah, once a month, definitely. Bring it on. Like, I know even from myself that that is definitely a big plus. Like, I would be on for that myself. But there's also the downside. You guys don't do it just one and done. It's a two-day thing for you guys. You kind of you draw it out and then some. So two days worth of competition where you have to play medley and MSR all in the space of one weekend. Mm, that's a bit of a tall order. It's a bit stiff, you know. So, yeah. I can see the reason behind it. Wanting to do the two-day thing once a month or to do it every single weekend. I don't know. But either way, I think you're still out essentially the same kind of money. Granted, you guys in the States seem to travel so much further than us. Uh, like, as much as we moan and complain about having to jump on a, a flight or a you know a ferry journey or whatever to head across the Irish Sea to go to Scotland and stuff, you're talking maximum four or five-hour journeys. I've heard some horror story cases where you guys in the States actually have to spend a full day's worth of traveling, upwards of 20 hours, to get to some competition. So... Yeesh, you've got my real sympathy there. That's insane. So I think us here in the UK, as much as we like to complain, sometimes I think we have it easy. You know, especially even when you consider competitions down under in Australia. Some of those competitions, man, bands are traveling for days to get there. You know, (laughs) so you're talking at least a full week's worth of hotel stays and everything. And ah, it becomes a whole thing. But these big events aren't happening every weekend. I guess that's the point. Us here in the UK, we're doing it every single weekend. You know, it's as I said, it's relentless. There's no break. So, it's a tall, tall order for some people in the band's world. So, it can, yeah, affect the entries for some competitions. So, I guess that's what happened in Forest. Anyway... Thanks, Josh, so much for your uh, listener mail. Pal, I really enjoyed it. If anything, I would encourage more people to do the same. Please send us in your voicemails. We'd love to hear you. And, uh, yeah, if anything, we get to hear the context as well. Let us know your story. 
Yeah. If there's any particular episode of the Rab Show podcast that you did like or anything, you have any commentary, definitely send us in a voicemail. Let us know that you're listening. Also, if you do have any commentary about judging and such, definitely this is an opportune time. Get your voicemail into us so you can give us your opinion, put your voice behind the question and give us some context. Uh, So rather than just me sitting here reading emails, it would be brilliant to get some voice clips on the show. So email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com dot com get your messages into us because this judging podcast will be epic yeah it'll be the stuff of legends i am yeah this is gonna be a big one and i'm really nervous about doing it to be honest but clearly it's a point of contention for you guys so i'm gonna go there as they say right before we get any further, let's give a shout out to our patrons. Normally we've given them a shout out already by now, but here we are so far in and we haven't done it yet. So shout out goes to LoneStarPiper.com and to Brandon Moreno. You guys are awesome! Yes, you are. Thank you so much for clicking that support button on our Patreon page. It really does help so much, especially now we're in the thick of it in the middle of the season. And we have all sorts of expenses like such as travel and entry into venues and uh, mobile data. All of this sort of stuff, it really does add up. So your support is invaluable. Thank you so much for clicking that button. If you do wish to support the show, you can go along to our Patreon page. Links are all up there on our Facebook and Twitter and all over the place. You can see us. Uh, the Big Rab Show on Patreon. And yeah, you can get little extra perks and stuff for supporting the show. There you go. Okay, let's fly on. Now, I have to give a shout-out to Jim Williamson, who messaged into the show, and he says, Hey, Rab, on the podcast this week, you might want to mention the Chicago Highland Games. Yeah, apparently they're on Friday and Saturday of this week. So, yeah, as much as you've clicked on this week's podcast for the topic of the week, which we'll get talking about, but, yeah, the Chicago Highland Games are this weekend, so Friday and Saturday. Apparently, 38 bands are entered, which is not too bad at all. You have 50 competition runs on the day in total. That's from Grade 2 and Grade 3. They play both MSR and Medley. So, not too bad at all. What makes this competition interesting, especially from my point of view, is that they do their Medley performance in concert formation instead of marching into the circle. Now, we've debated this before on the show, and if anything, I've debated it as well on various different interviews and stuff that I've done. The concert formation, I think, really works. Now, I have been kind of hauled over the coals for this and saying that, but it's not traditional. The tradition is you march in, you form a circle, and you do all that sort of stuff. But, yeah, for me, the concert formation, I think it really does work. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe you can let me know. But if anything, I'll be watching the Chicago Highland Games, the Chicago Highland Games this weekend. Uh, after what happens in Belfast, and I'll be watching with interest to see how this all runs. Apparently, on the Friday as well, there's over 350 entries for solo piping and drumming. So, yeesh, that's massive. <laughs> That's insane. So a a huge competition going on there in Chicago. So I want to wish everyone heading over there to the Chicago Highland Games Friday and Saturday of this week. Wishes the very best of luck. Now, Jim Hussle has offered to give us some recordings of bands and stuff. So hopefully uh, Jim has carried this out. And yeah, we'll get some recordings for you up on the social media. So get us on Facebook and Twitter and all that other stuff. And you can hopefully get some videos from the Chicago Highland Games. And we'll get some recordings of bands up for you. So good luck everyone heading there. Yeah, have a good tune. Right. 
Let's look at what happened this past weekend in Lurgan, here in Northern Ireland. We had the Craigavon and District Championships. So it was quite a big championships by all regard. It was a minor competition, but it was still quite a good competition by all intents and purposes. Let's start, first of all, with our drum majors. Starting with the novice grade, uh, the winner of that went to uh, Louise Simington. Yeah, Simington, yeah, of Kloskilt, so well done, Louise. Junior champion then went to Lewis Anderson of the Crozier Memorial, well done, Lewis. Uh, juvenile then went to Jamie Couples of Mackenzie Caledonia. Now, Jamie <laughs> is in winning ways and then some. I think Jamie has been hitting a bit of a winning streak this last while, so will he continue that going forward into the UKs? You don't know. This is Jamie's first time... Up a grade, and if anything, he's you know he's doing quite well. So, Jamie, keep up the good work. We want to wish you the best of luck here from the Rab Show. Bring us back some silverware, friend, from Belfast, and we can give you a big shout on the podcast next week. Now, on to the adult uh, champion on the day, and Lurgan went to Lauren Hanna of Loman and Clyde. Yeah, go on, the Clyde! Yeah! There you go. That's a shout-out for the Clyde, uh, because loads of Loman and Clyde members were actually listening to the Fuse show last night and texting and saying, Mo and the Clyde. So there you go. So Lauren Hanna actually doing the same as Jamie's, actually hitting a bit of form, actually. I think that's maybe her second, maybe third win this season. Maybe I'm wrong, I don't know. Maybe second or third win, but Lauren definitely hitting a bit of form now, so hey. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in the UK, especially for drum majors. So good luck to our drum majors. Okay. On to Grade 4B in Lurgan at the Craigavon and District Championships. Grade 4B winners went to Grancha. They lifted the top spot, plus they lifted the drumming as well. Well done, Grancha. Not too bad at all. If anything, they seem to be having everything their own way in Grade 4B at the moment. So, hmm. Yeah, we'll talk more about that. Grade 4A then, winner on the day in Lurgan was McNeilstown. The drumming, however, went to Clontibrecht. So, yeah, congratulations, which was a bit of a shock, however, because the band finished 8th overall. So they lifted the drumming, but finished up 8th. So that had to sting. But there you go, McNeilstown lifting the top spot in Grade 4A. Well done. On to Grade 3B then. Yep, you guessed it, St. Mary's Derry Trasna. <laughs> they lifted the top spot, plus they lifted the drumming as well, and quite a convincing win there by St. Mary's. So, well done, guys. Want to wish you as well, heading forward into this weekend. Grade 3A then went to Marlacou, which is always really fun to say. So, well done, Marlacou. Again, continuing a bit of a winning streak. And uh, the drumming went to Drumlock on the day. So, well done, Drumlock. Great result there. Uh, but the band actually finished up fourth overall. So... Down in the prizes, but lifting the drum and all the same. So, not bad result at all for the guys at Drumlock. Good weekend's work. Now, on to grade two. Yeah, you're not going to get any prizes for guessing, but winner was Klaus Kelt. <laughs> Klaus Kelt lifted the top spot, plus they lifted the drum as well. And, yeah, done so quite convincingly, to be fair. And, yeah, they really played for it. If you did get a chance to go and hear the run... Um, go and have a look at it. We managed to do live streaming from Lurgan on the day, of course, and we managed to catch all of Grade 2 and Grade 1. Go and listen to Klaus Kelt's run there in Grade 2. It was fantastic, to be honest. So, yeah, shout out to Klaus Kelt. Congratulations on lifting your Grade 2 title. Okay, on to Grade 1 then. Yes, we had a Grade 1 on the day. We had the PSNI, of course, and we also had Klaus Kelt, who played up a grade into Grade 1. And... um. This was the story of controversy over the weekend and has actually fired a lot of people up in the debate about judging. Now, 
Winner on the day in Grade 1 was, of course, PSNI. They are the Grade 1 band. They were in there juking you out in Grade 1 in their own respective grade. So, yeah, they were there and they lifted the top spot, plus they lifted the drumming as well. So, congratulations to the PSNI. However, hmm, a lot of people seem to disagree with this result. Now, I say this because the amount of text messages and emails and stuff we got following Lurgan to say that Klaus Kelt actually played better than them? Hmm. Now, I've listened back to both runs. I've listened to both the PSNI and to Klaus Kelt both. And to be honest, they were both painfully... Yeah, it's hard to separate, to be honest. At times, whenever I listen to it, I would have Klaus Kelt above the PSNI. I would honestly think, you know, Klaus Kelt had beaten them on the day. But then you can listen to it again in the same heartbeat and then think, well, perhaps PSNI did edge them out. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know. As I've said before, I wasn't in that arena with the clipboard. I don't know is the right answer. I, I really don't know. And if anything, being a judge in grade one is probably one of the horrible jobs, worst jobs, I would say, in, <laughs> in the piping world. So, yeah, I don't know. As much as everyone has, has tinfoil hats on, and we're all talking about judging and such, whether they got this decision in Lurgan correct or not remains to be seen, but it is subjective. If that judge actually preferred what the PSNI had done that weekend over what Klaus Kelt had done, then how are we to argue against that? So I'll put it out there. We were not there with the clipboard, filling it in ourselves. So mm, there we go. It's up to the guy who has that clipboard and the wee pen in his hand to make the decisions, not us. But yeah, we'll talk about judging on another podcast and no doubt we'll be talking about what happened in Lurgan. So... Yeah, I think the controversy lies is, would you have a grade 2 band who plays up in the grade 1? Would you have them placing above a grade 2, a grade 1 band, sorry. So, I have known this to happen before. Bands have played up grades and actually beat bands in their own respective grades. It has happened countless times before. So, should it happen in grade 1? Sure, I think it should. You know, if you play for it and you deserve it, and you you know, you should definitely be placed on the top spot. Whether that happened at the weekend in Lurgan or not, I don't know. You guys can be the judge, and you can let me know. Go back, listen to the recordings yourselves. We actually played them out on Fuse last night as we were playing a bit of a game. The armchair judge, we called it. <laughs> you be the judge. So we played Klaus Kelt, and we played PSNI, and we asked you guys to text in and let us know your opinions And it was really interesting seeing the text messages coming back. So, yeah, that's a bit of a challenge, a bit of homework for you. Go and listen to the PSNI from Lurgan, and then go and listen to the Klaus Kelt run in Grade 1 on Lurgan, and then you be the judge. You make the decision whether Klaus Kelt won or not, and I'll leave it up to you. All right. Let's fly on. We've got some more piping news to come your way. Uh, the Glen Dirt Pipe Band in Grade 4 are currently looking for pipers and drummers of all abilities, ages, experiences. If you're wanting to take up the challenge at all of competitive, pipe, competitive piping and drumming, then get in contact with them. The Glen Dirt Pipe Band in Grade 4. So, in case you may not have heard of them, because I know I definitely haven't heard of them before, they are from Hildenborough era 
area in Kent in England. So they're an English pipe band. And I've actually haven't heard much about these guys. So they are very interested in recruiting people from all around the piping world. So regardless of your location, if you are interested in taking up the challenge with them and competing in Grade 4, give them a shout. They would love to hear from you, mate, because I think they're wanting to push out for next season. So there you go. Shout out to the Glenjar Pipe Band. They are actively recruiting. Okay. Congratulations has to go to Larry Ferguson, Vice President, of course, of the RSPBA uh, Northern Ireland branch, uh, Larry Ferguson and Mr. Jim Henderson as well, President of the Fermanagh section here of the RSPBA NI, who are both been awarded a British Empire Medal on the Queen's Birthday Honours list. So for those of you listening internationally, uh, there is this list that is produced every year for the Queen's Honour list. And these are for people who have been kind of outstanding in their field, um, either in service or anything like that. So yeah, we have two of our very own in the piping world here in Northern Ireland who were mentioned in this Queen's Birthday Honours list. And it is quite an honour. So you actually get letters after your name. So to give you a bit of reference, we all know Richard Parks, but Richard Parks MBE. So it's MBE as member of the British Empire. So that came from the Queen's birthday list, honours list and stuff. So here we go. We now have Mr. Larry Ferguson, Vice President of the RSPBA NI. He's now going to be Larry Ferguson, BEM. So congratulations. And also, Mr. Jim Henderson, he's going to be Jim Henderson, BEM as well. So congratulations. So Larry was awarded his BEM for services to the community in County Tyrone. And Jim Henderson has been awarded a BEM for services to the RSPBA NI and to the community in Balnamallard and Trillick, all the way there down there in County Fermanagh in Northern Ireland. So congratulations, guys. Um, yeah, us in the piping world here in Northern Ireland are really proud of this achievement. And um, yeah, we hope you are too. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Uh, so congratulations, guys. I think it's just fantastic. So well done. And you'll you'll get to meet someone of the royal family as you get your presentation all in Buckingham Palace. So it'll all be very cool. So yeah, wish you as well, guys. All right. Let's fly on. We've got more piping news. Uh, let me see. I've ruffled through my script here. <laughs> so there's been a recent story published in local tabloids. Don't know if you've managed to see this. You know the newspapers that we call the Red Tops here? Well, a recent headline that was published, I think it was The Sun or The Star or something like that. I'm not going to name the paper, but I can't remember now. But the headline of the newspaper read like this. All right? The headline. Noisy Piper. Cuffed by cops in front of shocked tourists on the Royal Mile in Edinburgh for playing too loudly. Bum, bum, bum. Right? So that was the headline. And you're thinking, oh, wow, okay, what happened? I have to buy this paper and read this story and think, whoa, what happened? Well, whenever you see the photograph, yeah, there's a photograph. In fact, there's actually video footage of this guy getting cuffed by policemen dressed in full Highland wear, being pulled away by policemen. So you're thinking, whoa, oh my word. This guy got arrested for playing pipes in Edinburgh, in the Royal Mile. You know, he was like a busker. So he got hauled away for this. But then you start reading the story. (laughs) You start reading the story and you realize very quickly that the headline itself was total nonsense. Yeah, turned out on the day, this was all part of a police crackdown on noisy street performers in general, not just bagpipers. So this guy wasn't singled out for any one reason, but this was all part of a police crackdown on buskers who were using like all sorts of crazy loudspeaker systems and everything. And this guy 
apparently on that day was giving a yellow card warning over his sound levels. So he was told, here you go, here's a yellow card warning for your levels. You know, you're playing a bit loud there. And we know they're pipes and you can't turn them down. But here you go, here's your warning. Give us your name and everything and we'll put you down. Right? So, turned out, the guy didn't want to give police his name. He didn't want to give the cops his details and started becoming quite irate about the whole situation uh so yeah he received a yellow card warning for sound levels didn't want to accept it didn't want to tell police who he was what his name was where he lived anything like that just became a bit difficult with police and then i think that's what ended up in the arrest uh yeah so it had nothing to do with the loud pipes or anything to do with that and it hadn't nobody had been complaining about the noise you know there was no noise complaints made by bystanders or business owners nothing like that he got lifted he got handcuffed by the cops because he simply refused to identify himself to law enforcement which apparently is a misdemeanor or a crime or something like that so yeah they were able to cuff him stick him in the back of a car take him back to the station to find out who this guy was so there you go what turned out to be a bit of a sensational kind of headline noisy piper cuffed by cops no that no just no (laughs) what is it they were saying what's the coin of phrase fake news yeah hashtag fake news so yeah that's what that was i was completely misled by that I was thinking, oh, I'll have to talk about this on the podcast. And then I started reading about it and thought, oh, that's a damp squib there. Right, a little bit of news then, away from that fake news, a bit of real news, I have to say. I've been contacted by a very reliable source who tells me that the date for the closing entries for the All-Ireland Championships published on the RSPBA NI website are incorrect. On the RSPBA NI website... The date published for entries for the All-Ireland Championships is the 23rd of June. This is wrong. It's actually the 16th of June. So if you're listening to this podcast now and you are hoping to get to the All-Ireland Championships, please make sure your entry forms are in now because closing date is the 16th of June. So of course, depending on when you're listening to this, it may have already closed. But yeah, get your entry forms in for the All-Ireland Championships this year. Get them in before the 16th of June because, unfortunately, RSPBA and I have published the wrong date and uh, people might think they have an extra week or two, uh, but you don't. So get your entry forms in now. You've been warned. Get your entries in now for the All-Ireland Championships. You've been told. Okay. In other piping news, Rora. As I'm sure you've known, we've talked about Rora who've just launched their new album in praise of home. Well, yes, off the back of their new album, they have now just announced a UK tour. Full UK tour over the next couple of months. Rora will be travelling all around the UK. And just a bit of a shameless plug for them. If you are a fan of Rora and what they're doing and all of their amazing piping, definitely get onto Rora's website and check out full details of their tour. Yeah, and if anything, I don't think they're coming this far over across the water to Ireland or Northern Ireland. But yes, if you are living in the mainland and England or Scotland or Wales or that, you're in for a treat because these guys are not going to stop traveling for the next two or three months. So everywhere they're going to be playing. So it's going to be a good chance you'll run into Roar at some stage. So definitely go and check out their website for full details of their tour. Okay. Uh, Klaus Kilt, pipe band. We were talking about them there. Uh, as there were winning ways in grade two and still continuing to be, 
they are doing a bit of fundraising. They're holding an annual tractor and vintage car run. I think I mentioned this on last week's podcast, but I wanted to mention it again because a few people weren't sure of the details. They wanted you to meet at 6.30pm at the Drumgooland Presbyterian Church car park. 6.30pm for everybody to leave then at 7pm sharp. And this is all going to be held on the 20th of June, by the way. Sorry, I should have said that. 20th of June. At 6.30pm at Drumgooland Presbyterian Church. £10 per vehicle. So you can be driving a car, a van, a lorry. It doesn't matter if it's vintage or whatever. £10 per vehicle. And yeah, all funds are going towards brand band proceeds. There you go. So yeah, help out, you know, with band stuff. <laughs> so the band's doing a bit of fundraising. On the night itself then, you will, yeah, obviously be able to take part in the rally. And just driving around the country. And then you'll also get a light supper. Uh, on the night as well, and the band themselves will actually perform for you as well. So there you go, £10, going towards a good cause, helping support a local band, and yeah, you'll get a performance by the band themselves, plus a wee feed, something to eat as well, so why not? So there you go, that's, um, yeah, 20th of June at Drumgooland Presbyterian Church Car Park at 6.30pm. There you go. Alright, one last little bit of piping news before we get into the topic of the week, is the 70th Highlanders Halifax Citadel. <laughs> as soon as I mention the name of that band, everyone's going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Or maybe not. Because this story did kind of fly under the radar for some. And some people are actually surprised whenever I've been talking to them about it. They're going, what? Really? So, yeah. Let's talk about it. The 78th Highlanders, Halifax Citadel, have cancelled plans to travel to Scotland for this year's Worlds. They've pulled out. Yeah. Which is not good. The band apparently confirmed this intention uh, to attend the Worlds back in February. And then it was just apparently just a few days before their lead tipper left them. Mm. Yeah, so Jeremy Keddy, I think is how you pronounce his surname. Yeah, he resigned. And just a few days after the band kind of had entered or told their intentions about going to the Worlds. So the band now apparently will instead compete at the North American Championships there in Maxville. On Ontario, so yeah, so that's where they're concentrating at the moment. Apparently, they're going to develop things at home, concentrate for Maxville, and then yeah, not go to the Worlds this year. Now, in a statement, Pipe Major Alex Gandhi says, "We always enjoy competing at the Worlds. Uh, while that remains our goal, we felt at this time it's better. It's a better investment to develop the band closer to home. We are looking forward to competing at Maxville in the North American Championship and at the games at." In the Atlantic region. So there you go. At the minute. Now you may be wondering who's ticking the back line. Mark Maloney is filling in as lead drummer at the moment. But apparently this is a temporary measure. So he's lead tipper at the minute. Mark Maloney. Uh, but he is only there as a temporary measure. Until they can get somebody else. So that has been put out there. Definitely as a stressed point. So they are still looking for someone. Uh, so that means. Yeah, we're going to get no 70th Highlanders Halifax Citadel this year at the Worlds. So, yeah, for me, that's a big disappointment for me. I actually really enjoy listening to them, uh, Alex Gandhi and the crew. So, yeah, disappointing. But, if anything, not surprising. A lot of bands are doing the same thing. A lot of bands are regrouping, taking stock. And heading to the World Championships is an expensive game, you know. So, being able to sit back, rebuild... And hit the grass next year with ferocity. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> hit it with authority. Yeah, so 
I wish them the very best. As they rebuild things at home, all the very best guys at Halifax Citadel. Halifax Citadel, just about talk. Grant, so apparently this brings down the number of non-UK and Ireland bands in Grade 1 at this year's Worlds. This brings it down to 7. Yeah, so we're at the minute now we're looking at a 21-band competition in Grade 1 at the World Championships. Now, this is still one more band than last year. We had 20 bands last year. This year we have 21. Let's run through them briefly before we get into it. So looking at the world's grade one, we have the 70th Fraser Highlanders from Canada. We have Bagged Cap Caval from Brittany. Awesome sauce. We have Canterbury Caledonian from uh, New Zealand. We have Denny and Donny Pace, Glen Eagles from Scotland. Darko Triumph Street from Canada. We have Field Marshal, of course, from Northern Ireland. Uh, Glasgow Police from Scotland. Glasgow Sky Association from Scotland. Inverary, Scotland. Johnstone, Scotland. Loman and Clyde, Scotland. Noticing a bit of a pattern there. Manawatu then from New Zealand. Then we had the New Zealand Police, of course, from New Zealand. We had uh, People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate from Scotland. We have Police Scotland Fife from Scotland. We have PSNI from from Northern Ireland, we have Scottish Power from Scotland, <laughs> we have Shots, then we have Simon Fraser, of course, from Canada, St. Lawrence Atul, and the Vale of Athol. So there you go. That's your full lineup for the Grade 1 for the Worlds, now that the 70th Highlanders Halifax Citadel have dropped out. So, yeah, I for one am sorry to see them drop out, but I can completely understand why um, losing your lead drummer like that in February, or maybe even the start of March, it's a bit of a devastating blow and especially when you're trying to prepare for a world championships and get material ready uh, yeah it's just nasty so yeah clearly the blow to the band kind of knocked them over knocked them over and here they are having to rebuild so i wish them well in their hunt for a new lead drummer and also as they rebuild things back home right that's it for the piping news this week i get to yeah scrap my script so (laughs) it's that time of the week again the whole reason you clicked on this podcast to begin with in the title it's time for the topic of the week lonestarpiper.com the little pipe and drum supply in the heart of texas proud to be firefighter owned and operated with 10 years in the industry they are dedicated to providing friendly professional personalized service Featuring many of the most popular brands for bagpipers and drummers, as well as custom kilts and highland wear. Feel free to shoot them an email with questions about custom orders or to get a quote for special pricing on larger orders at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. Hello, this is Fred Morrison and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Loud Pipes Visual Media is your dedicated resource for coverage of pipe bands from Northern Ireland. Loud Pipes Visual Media specialises in both photography and videography, so you don't only get to see the fantastic spectacle of piping and drumming, but you also get to hear it too. Loud Pipes Visual Media is always very keen to promote bands from Northern Ireland, so if you or your band has an event or you would like a specific photograph or video taken, please get in touch with Loud Pipes Visual Media on their Facebook page or contact Barbara on 07192314022 Pipe Band Hub promoting the pipe band scene since 2011 For all your news, results and performances follow them on Facebook, Twitter and with over 250 performances on their Audio Mac site to choose from 
Make the Pipebound Hub your first choice online when you pick up your phone. Yes, indeed. That was a shout-out to our patrons there. Thank you so much for clicking that support button, guys. And, uh, yeah, if you do want to become a supporter of the Rab Show podcast, you can. Go and check us out on Patreon. And you, too, can get yourself a little 30-second clip there, a little advert and stuff to point people in your direction to say how awesome you are. And, yeah, it helps the show. Do you know what I mean? Right. Let's get into it. Topic of the week. (sighs) Yeah, the UK Championships are this weekend in Belfast. Can you believe it? Yes! (laughs) The second major of the season. Oh, my word. Uh, Right. Calm down, Rab. Yeah. (laughs) Draw a breath, my friend. Yes. The second major of the calendar is here. Can you believe it? And if anything, we're starting to run into a bit of run of things now because we have the UK Championships. Then we have a bit of a break. We have a one-week break here, and then next up comes the Euros. So, yeah, let's talk about the UKs first of all. Yeah, the UK Championship, 16th of June, in Stormont in Belfast. This will be the last time the UK Championships will be in Stormont. So it's a bit of a, a swan song for what is a bit of an amazing venue. If you haven't been to the UK Championships yet... Yeah, you need to go. You need to go. Because the UK Championships in Stormont Estate in Belfast is just simply amazing. The venue is huge. It's really, really easy to get to. Yeah, I can't sing its praises enough. And I'm really going to be sorry to see it go from Belfast. I think it's yeah a stellar venue for a competition. Yeah, I can't say it further than that. Other than the venue is amazing and you need to go. So this is the last for Belfast. Where it's going to be after this, it's been rumoured to be in a few places... And uh, nothing set in stone yet. I know a lot of people have been messaging the page and telling us where it is going to be. But, yeah, I don't haven't seen anything in black and white from the association yet. So, yeah, let's roll forward anyway to this year, shall we? We'll talk about the UKs this year. Now, obviously, we can't talk about the UKs without looking back at what happened in Paisley. And, yeah, in some grades, we didn't get any upsets, but we did get some bands that we weren't expecting to hit the, the top five. And here they are. They poke their head up and go, hello. Yeah, I'm here. You know what I mean? It's a lot of bands. Could be... Yeah, this is anyone's. This competition this weekend is particularly exciting because of everything that happened at Paisley. The You know, it's just, yeah, the cat amongst the pigeons type of thing. All right. Let's get through it, though. We'll go through the draw, and then I'll give you my particular picks for each grade. Starting with Novice Juvenile A. Yeah, we have People's Ford. We have Locklash Junior. We have Dollar Academy. Sterling and District Schools, Open High School, George Watson's College and George Harriet Schools. I think pick for that grade has to be Dollar. Dollar Academy sounding amazing in Paisley. I want to wish you as well there in Juvenile A. So not to take it away from uh, Boggall as well and George Watson's, George Harriet's as well. Ah, come on. Too many good bands in that grade. But yeah, my pick for a novice Juvenile A has to be Dollar. Best of luck. Novice Juvenile B, then we only have three bands in there. We have People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate. We have First Troon Boys Brigade. And we have Preston Lodge High School Pipe Band. Now my pick in there for Novice Juvenile B would have to be Preston Lodge. Now I know a lot of people would say, I want to be Boghall. Boghall's Novice Band, Juvenile B Band are incredible. Not going to take it away from them. But... Mm, yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm going to go with my gut on this one. And I'm going to pick Preston Lodge. So, 
Yeah. <laughs> go and listen to Preston Lodge if you haven't yet. Go and check them out. They're run, uh, you know, they have quite a few performances up there from this past year already. Go and check out Preston Lodge. Definitely worth a look. Right. Let's get into the meat and veg, as they say. On to Grade 4B. We have 20 bands in Grade 4B. Sorry, Grade 4B. Grade 4B, we have 20 bands in here. Let's run through them very quickly. We have Mid Argyle. We have Alton of A. Letterkenny and District. Bally Bully. Uh, was that? Kellyshin? I think that's how you pronounce that. Apologies if that's wrong. Uh, Strathendrick. We have Brushane and District. Sergeant Walker Memorial. Mountjoy. Uh, Mountjoy's going. Yes. Uh, Kelty and Blair Adam. Uh, Camelon and District. Grantia. Tully Lagan. Oh, Tully Lagan development bands in there. Brilliant. We have uh, Wicklow. We have Major Sinclair Memorial. Go on, the Sinclair. Yeah. Grant. Bestbrook Crimson Arrow. We have Kirkistown. <laughs> we have Dunoon Argyle. And we have Joseph Ford Memorial and Carlo. So quite a mixed bag in there. I know I was kind of giving guys a shout out as I went. But Mountjoy Pipe Band, after being off the road for 17 years, and now they're back. And this is their first major. So best of luck, guys, at Mountjoy. Wishes well there in Belfast. Also to Tully Lagan as well. Their development band in there. Uh, yeah. Best of luck, everyone, at Tully Lagan. It's great to see all the kids in there and all the learners and stuff juking it out there trying to win a prize at your first major championships. Best of luck. But, yeah, a lot of bands in there in Grade 4B who could possibly pip the top spot. Uh, picks for me would have to be Grantia. You know, looking at how Grantia are playing at the moment, this season certainly seems to be going their way. So well done to Grantia so far this season, and we wish you well going to the UK's. We yeah we will not put money on Grantia, however, because there's quite a number of other bands in there that could do the same. Uh, Sergeant Walker Memorial have been uh, nipping at their heels every now and again, you know. And also, there's been all a few bands in there, Letterkenny and District, you know. Mm, and also Brashane, Brashane and District on their day too. Ah, I don't know. Grade 4B going to be hard to predict, but I will definitely be watching with interest. And, uh, yeah, not to count out the Singler as well. Major Singler Memorial. A lot of good bands there in Grade 4B. It could be anybody's on the day. But if I had to be picking any one particular band that I think could hit the top spot at the UK's for Grade 4B, I'd have to say Grantia. So there you go. You can all laugh at me next week whenever you hear the results. And I get it wrong. Okay, Grade 4A then. We had 17 bands in the grade. Looking at the grade then, we have William Wood, Clock Finn, Lock Ryan, Glen Rose and District, McDonald Memorial, McNeilstown, Ballycone, uh, Kildog, Lisna Mulligan, Clontibricht, Ocheran, Elgin and District, Perth and District, Rafo, Ulster Scots, uh, Royal Borough of Stirling, Tamla Acrilli and Cullabaggy. And that's your Grade 4A. Quite packed there again. And I'm sure, as you've heard, quite a lot of names in there that could hit the top spot. Picks for me for Grade 4A. Bands for you to watch. Um, would definitely be McNeilstown. McNeilstown have hit a, a recent run of form here in Northern Ireland. So go and check out McNeilstown if you can. Um, also, Kildog. Kildog's piping has been doing quite well. So I would go and check out Kildog. They've been doing some really interesting things there in Grade 4A. Want to wish them well this weekend. Also, shout out goes to Tamla Acrilli. They've been doing quite well in the drumming front as well. So uh, shout out to the guys at Tamlet there. Want to wish you the best of luck there in Grade 4A. So if I had to be, again, had to choose, I had to say McNeilstown. Although McDonald Memorial could do it as well. And then you have Royal Borough of Stirling as well. Ah, see, I'm doing it again. Doing it again. 
yeah, for me, my pick for grade four A, <laughs> put all your eggs in one basket, Rob, has to be McNeil's Town. So, but yeah, I want to wish everyone the best of luck there in grade four A. Hope you all have a real good tune, and I hope can't wait to bump into you on the grass. All right, starting at grave juvenile then, the juvenile grade. Uh, they had six bands in there. You have Dollar Academy, uh, West Lothian Schools, People's Ford, Bogon Bathgate, George Harriet School. We have Preston Lodge High School and George Watson's. Now, looking at that for the juvenile grade again, these juvenile bands are so good. So good. Like, <laughs> I, I just that's the only word I could use to describe these bands. So good. Go and check it out if you're there early in the morning because obviously they have these bands on early. Uh, they start at 10.30 in the morning. Go and check out the Juvenile Grade. These bands and these kids are so talented. Uh, it's just a testament to the tutors and everybody who helps out with them. But they're simply amazing. Now, my pick for them, for that grade, again, would have to be Dollar. Dollar Academy sounding incredibly strong when it came to Paisley. And I've heard all the runs and stuff that they have uploaded onto YouTube and stuff. So, shout out to Dollar. I want to wish you the very best of luck into the UKs. You're my pick for the UK Championships this weekend. On to Grade 3B. We have 10 bands in Grade 3B. We have Denny and Donny Pace, Glen Eagles, Carnoustie and District, Raffery, Battle Hill, Major Sinkler. Good, oh, Sinkler! Then we have Johnstone, St Mary's, Derry Trasna, Clocker and District, Airpipe Band Society. Ooh, and we have Tully Lagan. There you go. Airpipe Band Society. I don't think I've heard from them yet. Yeah, there we go. So, welcome. There you go. Grant, looking at grade 3B then. Uh, who is my pick for grade 3B? <sighs> That's a tough one. Hmm. My heart would tell me Tully Lagan. But my head tells me St. Mary's Derry Trasna. <laughs> that's yeah i don't know whether it's 100 percent on the money or not but yeah i think st mary's Derry trasna the way they're going at the moment they've been winning most competitions here in northern ireland uh st mary's definitely hitting a run of form and they are sounding pretty incredible if anything if you are going to be listening to grade 3b this weekend i would ask you to go and check out st mary's especially their drum corps uh, you know, when I'm a drummer, I would pick out their drummer, wouldn't I? But <laughs> go and check out their drum corps. They're doing some really, really interesting stuff musically there with their tenors and everything. Go and check out St. Mary's Derry Trasna if you can. Definitely worth a look. But that's not to take away from Tolly Lagan as well. They've actually lifted a drumming title along the way so far this season. So shout out to the guys of the Mighty Lagan. I want to wish you the best of luck. And so not to take it away, of course, from Johnstone. Johnstone obviously had a real stellar performance there at Paisley not too long ago. And uh, a lot of bands in there that could really nip it on the day. Battle Hill, there's Carnoustie as well. Uh, again, grade 3B, wide open. Could be anybody's. All right, let's look at grade 3A then, shall we? Oh, who's my pick for 3B? Yeah, uh, my pick has to be St. Mary's Derry Trasna. So there you go. Right, on to grade 3A then. 13 bands in grade 3A. Quite a big grade, actually. Uh, we have Uddington Strathclyde. We have Deeside Caledonia. Marlacoon District. St. Joseph's then. Uh, we have Matt Boyd Memorial. City of Inverness. Then we have Drumlock. Uh, Thiepville Memorial. Quinn Memorial. Portlethan and District. Colburn IOR. The Royal Borough of Annan. Of what am I talking about? Royal Borough of Annan. <laughs> and then the Highlanders for Scott. So there you go. Grant, so that's all of Grade 3A. Who are my picks for Grade 3A? 
I have to go Royal Borough. Royal Borough of Annan. If you actually listen to the run that they performed at Paisley, whoa, is the words I would use. Royal Borough came out of the stocks and they came out fighting. They sounded incredible. Blown a massive big sound. Sounded really solid. And their drum corps right behind them as well. Just seemed to gel really well. Definitely going to be checking out Royal Borough of Annan. Now that's not to take it away from other bands in the grey that could be challenging as well. Marlacou, of course, locally here in Northern Ireland, have been hitting a run of form recently, uh, winning all round them. So Marlacou could be a strong contender. Yeah, and also not to take it away from St. Joseph's as well. Another stellar band who produces some amazing performances on the day. So... Yeah, my pick, though, for Grade 3A on the day would have to be Royal Borough of Annan. So, best of luck, guys. On to Grade 2, then. Possibly the most interesting grade of the day. Let's go through it. We have 14 bands competing for Grade 2, which makes it all the more interesting. We have, kicking things off, Scottish Fire and Rescue Services, pipe band, awesome. Then we have Balagan, or Balagan, however you want to pronounce it, from Denmark. We have Wallastone and District. We have Mackenzie, Caledonian. Kloss Celts, Grampian Police, Scotland. We have New Ross in District, Manor Cunningham, Column Kill, uh, Clinchoman Distillery, Isle of Islay. Uh, we have Royal Borough of Stirling. We have Worcester Kilty from the US. Yes! Awesome. <laughs> so excited to see them. Uh, we have Bucksburn in District in there, and we have Rivara finishing things off. Now, who are my picks for Grade 2? I have no idea. <laughs> And that is the truth. I have looked at this grade time and time again. And I have been trying to wreck my head and pick one. And as much as Klaus Kelt have been winning everything so far this season in grade 2. You look towards other bands and they could also nip in there as well. Look at Mackenzie Caledonian and their performance at Paisley. A really sharp performance. And they're going to be hungry at the UK's. They're going to be banned for blood. So this could be Mackenzie's competition. However... You've also got Balagan in there. Now, granted, they didn't have the best of days in Paisley. They didn't have the best of runs. And we're really disappointed with themselves. We are still expecting big things from Balagan. So, yeah, they could be a possible dark horse. Also, of course, Isle of Islay. Can't count them out. Amazing drum corps. An amazing band in general. So go and check out them as well. Also, Manor Cunningham. Never to be outgunned. They could be in with the prizes as well. Also to New Ross and District who managed to lift the drum in there at Paisley. So New Ross, possible dark horses. And also, we haven't heard them yet. Worcester Kilty from the US. Cannot wait to see these guys. I'm so excited. If anything, I'm kind of a bit disappointed because I'm going to be live streaming and filming over in Grade 1 while these guys are over competing in Grade 2. So I may miss them. Which is terrible. (laughs) But I will try my best to go and see them. And even at that, I'll hopefully get someone to film it for us and possibly upload it after the fact. So, who is my pick for Grade 2? I don't know. I honestly can't pick. It's either Klaus Kelt is in my head because they've been doing so well so far this season. Uh, A little bird on my shoulder is telling me Rivara. Rivara this last while have been sounding quite good. I'm not going to take it away from them. Clearly they're going through a period of rebuilding. So could this be Rivara's weekend? You know, they, they always seem to be on the cusp of achieving something big. Could this be the weekend for Rivara to push out and do something? Don't know. But 
you know, we could get Balagan, muscle in, and nobody gets a chance. Or you could get Worcester Kilty coming in there and blowing everybody out of the water. We don't know. So whenever you're asking me for a pick for grade two, I haven't got one. <laughs> I honestly just can't pick. I'm sorry, I can't get a pick for grade two. Maybe you guys can let me know what your picks are before it all happens the UK's this weekend. Now, looking at grade one, we have 16 bands in the grade. Let's run through them quickly. We have Glasgow Police kicking things off. Then we have Scottish Power. Yeah! Awesome. What a performance of Paisley. Oh, can't wait to see them this weekend. Loman and Clyde then follow. And then we have Dauko Triumph Street from Canada. Yeah! Go on, Dauko! Can't wait to see Dauko. This is MSR performance, by the way, this weekend. And we haven't heard Dauko's MSR. So I'm looking forward to hearing this, actually. So, then on to next is Vale of Athel Pipe Band. And, uh, yeah, as we all know, Vale of Athel have been slowly climbing up through the ranks. And for those of us who've had the privilege of checking out their drum corps recently, not too bad at all. So, Vale of Athel Pipe Band. Then we have, let me see, Danny and Donny Pace, Glen Eagles, Police Scotland Fife, Glasgow Sky Association, St. Lawrence Atul. Awesome sauce. Then we have uh, Shots and Dykehead, uh, Pipes and Drums of the Police Service in Northern Ireland, PSNI. Then we have the Field Marshal, Johnstone, Buck and Peterson, People's Ford, Bogholm Bathgate, and then Inverary and District wrap things up on the Saturday. So there you go. So that's your grade one. Who is my pick for grade one now? I'm going to get really geeky with you all here when looking at grade one. Now, I understand that the disappointment you may be suffering where you don't have a pick for grade two. But honestly, I could not pick a band for grade two. It was so difficult. But also, looking at grade one, it's proving to be equally difficult, but I've managed to pin it down to a band. Now, looking at grade one this weekend for the UK Championships, it's an MSR performance this year at the UK's. Now, Going on my heart of hearts, you guys know that I love Field Marshal Montgomery. Field Marshal Montgomery are kind of known as an MSR band. They know how to do a really good MSR. And Field Marshal on their day in an MSR competition can be really hard to beat. But. <laughs> there's a but in there. Inverarian District, when you listen to their MSR performance at last year's World Championships... Oh my word. <laughs> There's no words. So, mm, yeah. Field Marshal Montgomery, this last while, have seemed to have been suffering in the, the prizes. And especially when we look at Paisley. Look at how far down in the rankings they came. It was a bit of a bitter pill to swallow for the Field Marshal. But, again, I throw another precursor in there. Field Marshal Montgomery will come out of Paisley wounded, yes... But will they take it lying down? I doubt it very much. I think Richard Park and Richard Parks and Co. will come out of the band hall all guns blazing. They will be wanting to hit the UK Championships with a vengeance. Now, at the minute, the Field Marshal Montgomery are unbeaten at the UK Championships since its inception. And, yeah, it's the whole start of the thing in Storm and Belfast. They've won every single one of them. So, Field Marshal Montgomery will be wanting to defend their title, clearly. And obviously, with suffering that setback at Paisley at the start of the season, they're going to want to improve on a previous performance. So, yeah, I want to wish the Field Marshal the very best of luck. But let's talk about other bands in the grade there as well. 
obviously, Darko Triumph Street are our possible dark horse. We haven't heard their MSR performance yet. We have heard their medley. Their medley performance is actually really good. It's took me, to be honest, it's took a bit of getting used to for me. (laughs) I had to listen to it maybe once or twice to figure out quite what was going on in the second half. It did take a bit of getting used to. But it shows that they're pushing envelopes. You know, they're doing something different, which is, hey, I'm all for that, you know. But yeah, we haven't heard Daiko's MSR Really looking forward to hearing what Dougal have to have to bring to the grass. Also, of course, you can't count out Scottish Power after what they produced at Paisley. Clearly, clearly, Scottish Power have hit the ground running. These guys are in for it this season. They really want to do it this year. So, yeah, they're sounding amazing. Their drum corps is certainly on form. So, Scottish Power, yeah, again... You can't count them out. So, of course, when you're talking about the big three that could possibly lift it, you're talking about your Inverary, of course, current world champions. You're talking about St. Lawrence Atul as well. St. Lawrence, obviously, putting in some stellar performances last season. Plus, at Paisley as well, a lot of people seem to think that St. Lawrence Atul were hard done by. Mm, Yeah, listening to the performance, yeah, you could argue that point that perhaps they weren't as far down as... mm, I don't know, we could argue all of this, uh, but yeah, and Field Marshal, Inverary, St. Lawrence would be your big three, wouldn't they? But then we have Scottish Power who are now in the mix. So that's four possible bands who could nip in the top spot and lift it. Now there's other bands in here who, yeah, we love to hear from and haven't heard from them in a while. Shots and Dykehead, for instance. They weren't mentioned in the prizes in Paisley, I don't think, so disappointing. Now that, again, will possibly light the fire under the guys at Shots and, yeah, make them come out fighting. Now Shots are a band that should never be counted out. Obviously we know their pedigree, we know their history of Shots and what an incredible band that they are. Definitely not one to be counted out whenever it comes to a major championship, so mm, a band to watch, possibly. Also, let's talk about Police Scotland 5. Clearly, as you've heard of their concert and everything, and you heard what they had to produce at Paisley as well, they're a band, clearly, who are working very hard. And, again, another possible dark horse. If anything, I think this weekend at the UK Championships is going to be incredibly interesting. It's going to give us a lot of stuff to talk about. I cannot wait. As for my pick for Grade 1, I have struggled with this decision now. For a good number of weeks since the draw has come out and I've looked at it and seen who's in there. Who will I pick as being my number one band on the day for the UKs? Who's going to win? For me, it has to be Field Marshal. I'm sorry, I know I sound like a broken record. But (laughs) Field Marshal have a pedigree of playing MSR performances which are out of this world. And uh, you just can't fault that MSR sound machine, you know. So for me... Hand on heart, I have to say Field Marshal could be pegged in there as being lifting the top spot. But it could be anybody's. Honestly, it could be so many other bands in that grade that could just waltz in there and blow everyone else out of the water. We've seen it happen. We've seen it happen there in Paisley. Scottish Power walked in and played an amazing run and deserved the win. So there you go. They lifted the top spot. So it can happen. You know what I mean? So there you go. That's my pick for grade one. Has to be Field Marshal. Now, I know you guys are disappointed that I didn't pick a band for grade two. I honestly can't pick one. 
as much as I'm looking at it here and I'm trying to pick a name, I can't. I honestly can't. There's Mackenzie's in there. Incredible band. Klaus Kelt, as we all know, doing so well. New Ross. They could do it as well. Manor Cunningham. What, Chester? We haven't heard them yet. We had Rivara as well. We were always nipping on the... D- uh, I don't know. I just don't know. Grade 2 is going to be so exciting. In fact, this whole blinking weekend is going to be exciting. For those of you who can't make it and are listening to this podcast abroad, get onto the Big Rab Show Facebook this weekend. And uh, yeah, we will be live streaming from the UK Championships this weekend. We will try to bring you as much coverage from the event as humanly possible. Keeping in mind there's only one of us on the ground with a camera, as all the rest of the Rab Show team are actually competing on the day. We're all playing. So, yeah, we'll be running about filming, live streaming, snapping selfies, shaking hands, saying hello to people, selling merch, all sorts of crazy stuff. It's going to be an incredible busy day for all of us on the Rab Show team. So please bear with us. We will try to cover what we can for those of you watching internationally. But be rest assured, we will be filming all of Grade 1. So be sure to be tuned in on our Rab Show Facebook page from, uh, I think, 1.15pm UK time. And, yeah, we'll kick things off with Glasgow Police in grade one arena so yeah that's it for another podcast thanks so much for clicking that download button we really appreciate each and every download and uh with each uh show we introduce new people to what we do so hello to all of our new listeners we have noticed a bit of a recent jump in our download numbers so thank you to everyone who's just been clicking the download button thank you so much and uh if you are so inclined you can help support the show through our patreon page as we've already mentioned but also you can go and buy some rab show merch Go and check out thebigrabshow.com, our website, and you can click on the shop icon where you can get some Rab Show t-shirts, uh, you can get some hoodies, all that sort of stuff, uh, you know, branded gear where you get our wee logo on there. You can tell people about our amazing podcast, and, hey, I'm wearing a Rab Show shirt, and I listen to this podcast, and tell everyone about it and stuff. So there you go. <laughs> Grand. So that's us for another Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for clicking the download button. I really appreciate it. Next week's podcast, we will be bringing you a wrap-up of everything that happened at the UK Championships. It's going to be a crazy weekend, people. If you are going to the UK Championships, we will see you there. If you do see any of us from the Rab Show team there at the Championships, please be sure, tap us on the shoulder, say hello, grab a hashtag Big Rab Show Selfie. And yeah, just have the best time. We cannot wait for this weekend. It's going to be incredible. And we want to wish everybody the very best of luck on the grass this weekend at the UK Championships in Belfast. Plus everyone going to the Chicago Highland Games. Have a good one, guys, over there in the States. Don't forget, check us out on our social media through the week. This is uh, at Big Rab Show on Twitter and indeed on Facebook, The Big Rab Show on Facebook. You definitely need to get over there to catch everything from the UKs this weekend. And we will be here on the podcast next week. Get your emails into us, by the way, about judging. We do want to know your opinions. Uh, yeah, email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com, especially your voicemails as well. So, yeah, get them into us. That's me. I am out the door. We will see you at the UK Championships this weekend. And, yeah, we'll chat all about it on the podcast next week. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Many thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads, raising the benchmark throughout all the grades. Winning eight out of nine possible world championship performances, G1 Reads are played by bands around the world, producing that quintessential tone. If you don't believe me, just listen to our current world champions in Vararian District. Until next time, guys... We'll see you right here on the Big Rap Show podcast. All the best.